Well, hello, ECAN Nation. Welcome to a new edition of Face to Face. My name is Rob Howden, joined as always by David Cole for what really is another one of our, I guess, happy hour editions, David, because the bit the workday's done. It's five o'clock Eastern time. So if you want to crack a cocktail, doesn't <laughs> doesn't bother me right now. Uh, today's show, though, obviously. Uh, kind of focusing on really the kind of end of the 2022 season and the start of the 2023 season. We have four of our winners, David, from the WKA Cart Week event, Manufacturers Cup on the Sprint Track at the Daytona International Speedway. These four drivers all getting race wins. And what a better way to start off our face-to-face season uh, for this year with some winners from Daytona. Yeah, welcome to 2023. Uh, We are talking with the drivers who all won the last event of 2022, but it is the start of the 2023 season with always the World Karting Association, Kart Week and Daytona International Speedway. So yeah, it's it's great to get the season kicked off. Obviously, a race going on this weekend, our, our first guest who's already at the racetrack, who's been at the racetrack, I think, every weekend for the last two months. Uh, so yeah, the racing action for the new season is underway. Yeah, as we said, of course, the Manufacturers Cup getting things underway for the start of their season, which goals, of course, rolls now into 2023. It's January the 6th. We want to welcome all of you to this broadcast, whether you're watching on our YouTube channel or potentially listening to the podcast. If you are watching the YouTube channel, make sure to take an opportunity, David, to have a look at a bunch of the onboards that we got. We have a, we got a bunch of different onboards from the road racing facility and the sprint track as well. Onboards, ECAN onboards presented by Odenthal Racing Products is something that we're going to do throughout the entire 2023 season. Yeah, excited to get a, a four different videos from the event. We got a Briggs 206 and K100 on the sprint track, and then we have a laydown Yamaha along with a laydown 250 <laughs> going 160 miles an hour around the high banks. So, uh, great perspective. I watched it, and the thing is that he, Brian Wilhelm, it's who in the 250 is so smooth. Yeah. It just, the sense of speed, it's there, but it's not there. It's there. If you watch the paint on the wall, <laughs> it. it's there. But it. if you're watching the way the wheel is just barely oh, moves man. and how smooth he is with that thing, it's just unreal. Again, you know, that goes into what, 40, probably 40 years of racing. 40 laydowns. years for Brian. Yeah. Yep. So. yeah. Yeah. He's a shoe for sure. All right. So again, lined up for this one here, we have winners of the KA senior category, the winner in the 206 masters and winners in the ignite senior class as well. Let's get things underway. Jorge Ruiz is going to be the first guy to join us. He was able to be victorious in the uh, 206 masters category. He's trackside right now in, in his car <laughs> waiting to go out for practice in like what? 37 minutes time. Jorge, thanks for joining us here on face to face. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for having me. Listen, you, you talked about before we came on here, uh, five straight weeks of racing now with you running the CKNA Winter Nationals this weekend at Jacksonville, but a big win for you at Daytona. Just kind of talk a little bit about what it meant. First of all, what it meant to run at Daytona. Uh, obviously, it's a race I haven't run yet. It's on my bucket list. What was it like for you to go down there and come away with some victories? Um, to me, it's like almost like a little redemption type deal. Um <laughs> Because the first time I got into karting, I got I got back in the 2016, I went down to Daytona. I was like, yeah. oh, we'll get the race Daytona. I was like, I got to try the sprint track thing. I had only been karting for a month. All right? Yeah. It was so bad. I would go on track, wheels would fall off, oh, stuff no. like that. And people would help me, come around and help me. I'm like, oh, my God. So I did the sprint track a couple of times. I was pretty good. And then I just said, like, this has to be the year. Like, I... I, the MGM's been been moving and like changed manufacturers and they just found a setup and you know Jacksonville was like amazing to sweep Jacksonville and I said I think I could do well in Daytona and winning Daytona the first day 
it was kind of like a shock. Like, you know, people win and everything. I was like, kind of like in a daze. All day. <laughs> what did I just do? <laughs> oh, no, I'm like in a daze and I really stay composed. And then day two came around and I was in the hunt. It was still there in the hunt for the win. And let me tell you, when I won Sunday, literally, you could hear from my helmet the screams of excitement, <laughs> how happy I was. Let, well, let's do, talk, okay, go, Dave. You go. Does it does it help or hurt being because you guys are the first class on the racetrack each day? So you were the first final on day one. You were the first final on day two. Does that does, with the day one win? Did it just not register because you didn't feel like you were in the finals yet because you guys were the first one up? Yeah, you're, we're done by like one thirty. Yeah. But one thirty, we were done. I was like, okay, cool. And then you wait around all day for podiums. So yeah. I'm like, all right. Yeah, true. And then, and then, yeah, then they're like, hey, you won. And I'm like, and they hand you this cup and you look at it and you're like, it doesn't really hit you. Yeah. And I'm like, so I, I got back to the RV and then I sat there and I looked at it and I was like, I just won Daytona. <laughs> I just won Daytona. I That's lost awesome. It. Oh, I just lost it. That's but yeah, great. Being the first day out and then um, I learned my lesson the first day. Uh, I spun out in practice because the track was wet. So I was like, you know what? The next day, I'm not even going to practice the first morning. But I don't want to put it in the wall. Oh, I bought it, right? <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen, let's, let's, so you, you win the WK Gold Cup race, right? You talked about Jacksonville. Yep. You won that event. Um, you moved over to the MGM chassis as well. Let's talk a little bit about that, the move to MGM, the reasoning yep. behind it, and kind of how it fits you when you got into the cart. And then how much did the, the, the victory at Jacksonville kind of give you momentum and confidence going into Daytona? Yeah. Um, I was on the TV forever in a day. Uh, that's the car I started with, and I'm very loyal. I'm just a loyal person um, just from my background in the military. So uh, I love what the, uh, you know, the organization TV did for veterans and stuff. So I just stayed with them as long as I could. And then um, the next cart they came out with was not four cycle specific. So I tried it in Charlotte to make it work, and I was dead last. Okay. And, and I'm not usually – I'm a mid packer, top, top. I'm honest, like mid pack guy. I can mix it up in the front sometimes. And I say, I need a specific four cycle chassis. And Paul reached out to me. And I tried a whole bunch of chassis. And Paul reached out. He's been reaching out for a couple of years now. And he's like, I need you on an MGM. Just try it. Yeah. He's like, just, just try it. I went out there, hated it. Really? Yeah. I hate, I hated it. It pushed like a dump truck. <laughs> and, and then he goes so what's your scaling weight and i was yeah. like scale here we go <laughs> i was like i was like dude i come from an italian car we don't scale crap he's like he is scaling you're, you're you you told him 390 right <laughs> yeah, exactly. so i was like i was like i don't scale. i have the weight on me already i am the weight yeah. so I, there's no scaling yeah so he goes no i want certain percentages so i was like okay tell me what you want so okay so i went and and found out I'm way off. All I did was move the seat. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, okay, this car is really good. And I went to the Grands, and it's the first time I go to the Grands that I have shot of running up front with the big dogs. And I had the speed to run up front, just bad luck in one of the heat races put me in the back. And then a mistake yeah. on my part on gearing. Um, I dropped my front driver, didn't drop the rear, so I was way off on gearing. So I put myself back there, but it wasn't the chassis. Yeah, I may I made it to. I the, can uh, relate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I put myself back there. I, I got I got to Jacksonville and 
I've never been good at this track. And I, I talked to Paul and he's like, Hey, you know, put this setup in. And he gave me a setup and I was like, man, this, I got it, but it's just not working. And he's like, just mess with the cart. So I messed a couple things and the cart was flying. Nice. And I was like, wow, this is good. And then the confidence off the jacks went into Homestead because I was, I went to SSKC. Yep. For now, yep. I, I went to SSKC, almost won the first day and then just bad luck on Sunday, but the speed was there. Mm-hmm. And I went to Jacksonville and I, I don't, I hate doing practice because I suck at practice. <laughs> so I, I was at Jacksonville. And I was like, man, I'm on some really old tires, but I'm only three tenths to four tenths off the pace. I put the new tires on, cart came alive, and then it's just a confidence building. The leader ran away in the pre-final, and I reeled him in without really pushing the issue. And then for the final, I wanted to dictate the pace. I took the lead, and I just ran the lap times I wanted to run, and the last three laps I pushed, and that was it. Nice. And then, of course, uh, the big win at Daytona. Let's, you know, but that's awesome. Let's give you a chance to talk a little bit about what you got. You're a content creator, which is so fantastic for the sport. You chronicle a lot of what you guys do at the racetrack. Talk a little bit about your YouTube channel, what you guys are doing to, to grow the sport and have fun with what you're doing. So when I got into karting, guys, there's nothing out there, to be honest. Like, there's really nothing out there. I didn't even know what karting was. I was getting out of the military, and I wanted to do something in racing. So I was like, man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to race a car. And I looked at the price. I'm like, I'm not going to race a car. So I was like, you know what? I was like, I got to try something else. So then I started Googling it and I saw carding. And I was like, so I live in Savannah. So I was like, oh man, that's pretty cool. So I found 103rd Street and I went to a school about carding. But there was no YouTube channel out there. There was no, nobody like us, like the local guy, like, yeah, like yeah. the normal dude. I do a nine to five job. And I go race on the weekend. So I was like, hey, just let me start talking to a camera and just, you know, the the fun, the you know, the 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 blast I have in karting and see if I can get more people in the sport. And I just make YouTube. I mean, I just make videos about my racing experience, the good, the bad, the ugly, the great, you know, and just share it with everybody. Um, the best thing I love is when people walk up to me, shake my hand, says, because of your videos, we're at the track carding. Nice. We got to a cart. He's like, we bought this car. We got a cart. And they're like, I race Briggs. All right. I'm a Briggs guy. I dabble in two stroke, but I'm a Briggs guy. Yep. And I tell them, just get whatever cart you want. <laughs> Once you're hooked, you're hooked. And I just love it. And I just want to tell people, you got to try it. Just get in the cart. Just and try it one time. It's jam racing, right? Let everybody know. Yep. Yeah, Jam Racing. So look, yeah. So look for Jam Racing, folks, on YouTube. You're here right now. You're watching us. Go look yeah. at Jam Racing. Your, your your videos are fantastic. So listen, Thank I know you. We, I know you got to get on the racetrack here pretty soon. What what are we looking at for you for 2023? Where are you going to be? Where are you racing this year? Okay, so I'm going to do all of CKNA South, and I'm going to do, as you can tell, I'm already at Jacks. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to do the whole series. I'm going to be at Charlotte, and then I got a couple things lined up. Um, to go back out west. Oh, uh, wow, okay. I, I want to spread. I was out in Texas last year uh, trying to, you know, get more people in the 206. Um, just get pe- more people in karting in general. And then I have a couple things. I think I might end up running south and north with the CKNA. Wow. So that's my goal. Awesome. And you're going to run the Grand Nationals again to hashtag beat David Cole? <laughs> the, the, grand, the Grands, I'm going to call it now. 
That's it. For the Grand Nationals, my only goal is to beat David beat Cole. Beat David Cole. And to be honest, he'll beat himself. That's true. That's true. It, it, it's very true because the videos on your YouTube channel will show yeah. that I beat myself every time. On Anytime you were behind me, it was all oh. my fault. Oh, man. He tries to take shortcuts. They're not there. <laughs> hey, Jorge, congratulations on your success at Daytona, man. When I saw it come up there, I was watching on live timing. I was so excited for you. Congratulations. Well done. And good luck this weekend at the Winter Nationals. Thanks. I appreciate it, guys. Thanks. Awesome. Let him get back to the racetrack, folks. Jorge Ruiz running at 103rd Street Sports Complex this weekend. The CKNA Winter Nationals. David on the docket here for the weekend. We're watching that, of course, on, on uh, Race Monitor. Some good numbers down there, too. And again, always great to see what CKNA is doing. Yeah, almost 20 drivers in the Masters category. He said senior medium is going to be massive with a yeah. lot of talent. I assume senior light as well, too, because they'll double dip. And and again, uh, yeah, a solid event to uh, to open up Briggs Racing for, for two, 2023. Uh, and yeah, excited to watch, uh, watch that on my phone throughout the weekend and see exactly. where everybody ends up. We pause our face-to-face broadcast for this quick commercial break. Stay tuned for more here on the EKN Radio Network. Ready to step up your game? Joining the Rawlison Performance Group is the obvious choice to take your racing to the next level. Industry-leading driver development is provided by our staff of multi-time national champions, Super Nationals winners, and Team USA members. And at the same time, RPG continues to be a national level powerhouse race team. Our goal is to help you raise your game and win races. We work with all age groups and are focused on developing those cadet and junior drivers who are ready to take the next step in their racing program. Rawls Performance Group has set a new standard with our in-house engine program, AVP Engines, headed by Alex Vincent. AVP has become the benchmark in IAMI competition. We have the largest OTK inventory that follows our race team, providing trackside parts at all the major events in North America. RPG also offers multilingual support with French, Spanish, and Portuguese-speaking staff. If you want to fight for championships or want to improve your skills and your chances to win, the answer is to call RPG at 503-260-4514. The Rawls Performance Group. We race to win. For over 20 years, Greg Bell has been building race-winning power for kart racers. One need only look at his team, Leading Edge Motorsports. He's always built engines for his team, and the results have been wins at the biggest races in America, the Scusa Super Nationals and the Rock Vegas events. The name on this program, Mega Power. This year alone, Bell and Danny Formell teamed up to sweep the Rock Shifter class on the Florida Winter Tour, all on a Mega Power engine. If you want to win shifter kart races, it's time to put Mega Power on your kart. Mega Power specializes in gearbox engines, such as the TMKZ, Rock Shifter, and IME Shifter, but with almost three decades of engine building experience, Bell develops winning motors for X30 and Mini Swift and everything in between. The combination of Greg Bell's engine building skills and his chassis tuning knowledge is a potent mixture. Greg's helped catapult many drivers to wins over the years, including Mercedes F1 star George Russell, who won the Supernats 14 in 2011 with Leading Edge Motorsports. Increase your odds of winning at this year's Rock Vegas or Super National events or throughout 2023 by calling Greg Bell today at 
2613 to put mega power in your corner. Acceleration Kart Racing is your first and only stop on the internet for carts, parts, and the safety gear you need to get you on the track. Visit shopakr.com for a great selection of karting equipment on a user-friendly website. Acceleration Kart Racing has aligned itself with many of the top manufacturers and distributors of the sport to ensure all the latest equipment is available to you, the racer. With over 20 years in business and customer support available six days a week, you can be confident about getting the right parts at the right price when you need them. Be sure to visit shopakr.com today or stop by their headquarters in Las Vegas. Make sure to follow Acceleration Kart Racing on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for the latest specials and new arrivals. Welcome back to Face to Face on the EKN Radio Network. So we'll go from 206 Masters at the Daytona Kart Week for WKA to Margay Ignite. It's one of their majors, like Ignite majors on the season. Of course, Daytona International Speedway, one of the most famous racetracks in the world. Ignite was running on both the road course and the sprint track, though. We have two of our the two winners from the senior category uh, at the sprint track. We have Matthew Frost and Evan Stammer joining us. And guys, thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate you being here. A couple of winners again from Daytona. Matthew, let's start with you. Thanks for having me. Um, I'd, first off, I'd like to thank uh, Tim Hannon and the OVRP team for making it all possible. Uh, without them, we wouldn't have been there. And uh, it was a uh, it was a long year of driving hard and driving different stuff hard. Really, uh, I got to thank Tim Hannon for allowing me to be able to get so much time in a seat this year. And uh, and also uh, Thomas Radovoy and all the Radovoy family for nice. helping me actually get into racing and. Uh, actually put one foot down and get into a go-kart so uh and uh and marketing as well for creating such an awesome package for us to be able to go out there and race on so let's start with this because we've got you as now a one-time winner of, of, of ignite and you've got the big dog over here Evan, right, who's on right. the very the very top of the all-time win list right this guy gets it done in, in majors racing so matthew we know a lot about evan right we've been watching him race for a number of years let's just right. dive into you a little bit let's get a chance to put you in the spotlight how did you start racing when did you start racing so i got racing when i was about i'd say 22 years old um i think i got a little bit of late jump but a good jump for it, you know, is better than late, better late than never, right? Exactly that. Say. Um, so we started racing in the indoor go-karts and uh, one thing led to another and that got really tiring of going to the same spot. And we got over to Oakland Valley and man, oh man, professional racing drivers there, man. <laughs> right. So, uh, you know, one thing led to another and I, I was mowing grass at, over at Oakland Valley so we could just turn some laps and, Next thing you know, we're, you know, we're traveling and we're hitting racetracks and, you know, we're racing all, all sorts of stuff, really. So um, racing journey has been really, uh, it's, it's sudden, really, because yep. it's only been in these last couple of years, uh, uh, you know, learning countless hours in the classroom, going to the, going to the car clinics uh, with the SCDA and um, a couple of other, you know, ways to keep my uh my driving up there and uh we we done a lot of driving with the slingshots with dirt racing and stuff like okay, that really all right so uh 
and we're actually we're working on doing a school over there at Oakland Valley so that we can get more people into dirt racing. So, you know, we're working on that too there. So, um, so let me, you've been to the Daytona uh, Dash at Daytona before, right? You've, I think you've been down there, have some experience there. What was different this year when you rolled in? What uh, did a did a did you flick a switch or something? Were you just more comfortable when you rolled in this year? Um, I yeah, we definitely have had the most seat time out of all this year. So I think I was just a really it was just really comfortable. Um, we had, we had to get the go kart ready for Daytona in general when we got there. So. We had took the steering shaft out and replaced the steering shaft and a couple of other things just to get the front end kind of tightened back up there. Uh, and then, yeah, we went out for practice and I knew in practice that we had a good go-kart. And then uh, second practice, we just pushed hard and just tried to, you know, make something happen there. Well, Tim, Tim was fast too, because he did both master and senior. He won day two in master uh, but was fast and senior as well too. Was it, was it helpful to have him to be able to bounce setup ideas and, and just driving the racetrack itself? Yeah. Going out, going out behind Tim, uh, it probably helped me the most because I was able to kind of see where I was supposed to be placing the go-kart while, you know, still pushing hard. And yeah, he's one of the, you know, guys who runs up front. So, uh, you know, it was kind of easy to kind of, you know, get after it with him there so uh but yeah no it was a big help uh he helped me a lot with the setup uh we like to just keep it neutral uh that way we can kind of tune it with the you know with the driving a little bit so it's got to push just turning a little bit early um you know using your body and yeah no the setup was definitely you know hats off of tim really for helping me get awesome. that dialed in there for the first that's, day that's awesome all right so i got i gotta assume the dirt racing helps with the ignite because there's not a lot of grip with the ignite tires right yeah, so the slingshots, they are a handful to drive, man. I tell you what, um, no, you can put some of the most experienced drivers in there. And uh, uh, Oliver Hodgson actually drove one of our slingshots. And, man, he's a good driver. And he was trying to get after it first couple laps. And he was going in circles. So, now, you know, hold on. A, let's, let's give somebody – so the slingshot, that's like the, the mini dirt modified, right? The Tobias mini dirt modified? Yes, sir. Of course. Those things are badass. I would love to try to drive that, but I, yeah, I would bet. Getting, yeah. And to slide that thing around. Yeah. And they're, they're, they're a, a very, you got, you got to have some fuzzies, man. You got to go, you got to drive in really, really hard. So just to get the thing to work. So it's now they're, they're fun to drive. That's amazing. I love it. All right. Let's go over to Evan Stommer. Evan, you've obviously won a few races. What we got down here? Fourth Daytona victory. You won in 21 and twice in 2018. What is it? Was it 13 majors victories now? 11, 11, 11, 11. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty amazing. Uh, yeah. you, we're going to come back to this later because you've, you've been kind of getting away from the, from the, the ignite carding. Cause you've been doing a lot of car racing. You ran of course, USF 2000 for a year. You've been running with ruckus racing, doing some sports car racing as well, but you come back to the, the roots, right? Come back home <laughs> to the ignite cart. Uh, what was it like rolling into Daytona this year? It was, I was, I was worried for a little bit there. I, I was really rusty and kind of couldn't keep it on track. I was the Taylor brothers behind me and they're like, man, can you keep it on the track a little bit? My visor's getting dusty. I was like, sorry guys. Like, uh, but I eventually got it together. Um, didn't change anything on the cart, just went down a tooth, aligned it, um, made sure everything was good. And it eventually got it together. And it's such great racing it is I mean, it never gets old winning at Daytona too. Growing up with, um, not growing up with, but knowing the folks is Rick and Randy and yeah. 
being able to win on the same day as Randy got his 60th win was just amazing. I, so. Yeah. I, I can, I can feel that because obviously Mr. Daytona, right. The folks family and, and Randy getting 60 wins. Uh, you have four, so you got a little ways yeah. to go. I got, yeah. I, <laughs> I hope they have the ignite there for about 20 more years. Then, right. <laughs> right. I need a little longer than that. I think. <laughs> so Evan, what, Evan, what, what brought you back? I know that you've been doing a lot of racing with Scott Blind. You've been doing the sports car stuff and we'll do that again, likely here in 2023. What brought you back? What, what, what was it to said, said, Hey, I got to go down between Christmas and new year's one more time. No, I, I don't think I ever really left. I think it's just always, I'm always going to race always and ignite no matter what. Um, probably will kind of slow down with the local stuff. I'll I'll try to uh, help as many. I like helping a lot of the kids at Gateway Motorsports Park and Gateway Cartplex more than I do racing at local level now. So I'll still do the big national. I'll go to maybe Grands this year, do some more Ignite majors. But yeah, that's... I. Yeah, I don't think I'll ever leave. It's just uh, as long as I can do it, I'm going to do it. That's it. Good man. Was, was it a challenge? Because you were just at Daytona a couple of weeks before Cart Week, but you were going 160, if not more, on the big track to go back down to going only 60 miles an hour, maybe 65. Yeah. How much of a transition is that? Because you said it took you a little while to keep it on the racetrack. Was it just <laughs> getting getting the, the mindset off car racing and getting it into karting? Yeah, it's so different. So we were racing the Porsche. We got up. We were actually on the rev limiter going across the finish line. 179 is what it got up to. It was, was eye opening. But uh, yeah. yeah, and Andrew Davis, such a great coach we have coaching us up. And uh, yeah, he's like, man, you can go deeper. You can do, go deeper. And kept going deeper. And it, those Porsches just stick anywhere you go. So, uh, but the biggest challenge was, yeah, you can't in this ignite carts. You have to flick it into the corners almost to be able to um, drive them. So, and you're not doing that at all on a race car for the most part. And uh, so you got to use the brakes to turn a lot in go karts. Don't do that a lot in cars. And it, it was pretty a pretty big change from what we what I was used to for the year. So. <laughs> Speaking of guys going from car from cars to carts and back and forth, I want to ask both of you guys this. The Taylor brothers were there running with you guys this particular weekend. And they do a lot of car, a lot of four cycle karting. We know that they drive around their front, their, their front kind of uh, driveway at their place. They like to run stuff. They ran, they ran stars of karting back in the day. Matthew, you got a chance to run with these two professional drivers. What did you think? Were they, were they running professionally out there? Or were they being a little, little sketchy? No, they were definitely running professional. Uh, okay. It was, it was definitely uh, felt the pressure from them both. Uh, now two world-class drivers and it shows for real. Uh, Evan, what about you? What are your thoughts of a run with the boys? Uh, coolest guys. I mean, at that level, I've never met a cooler guy. I mean, they're so open and ask you questions and talk your ear off. I've, I mean, truly professionals, but are personable too. They just joke around with you all the time. They were going around the tent, talking to everybody they could. And um, awesome. it truly showed how professional they are well i was messaging with jordan a little bit uh after he posted some stuff on there because i've because i've known him since he was running chicka back in the day and he said he goes he said i'm i'm feeling pretty good he says but there's a lot of really good drivers here he <laughs> says i'm learn they're learning a lot like, every time they rolled out they said they were learning a bunch from you guys i'm, I'm sure you probably all felt the same way going back and forth yeah they yeah, were i mean they were both really fast I, ricky and jordan were i mean they uh right out of the gate they were um, hanging with us up front and then Jordan there at the end, he, he had a chance to win. So it was awesome. 
But it wasn't going to happen with you boys in the house. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew, what do you got? What do you what do you got going for twenty twenty three? We asked uh, Jorge the same thing. Where where are we going to see you trackside this year? Uh, twenty twenty three. Uh, definitely want to be doing a full OVRP slingshot schedule. Uh, that's looking like a two to three night a week uh, wow. racing. Um, at different tracks too. So it would be one night at Oakland Valley, another night at like Hamlin and uh, another night at, at a track we call Accord. And uh, hopefully we can get into, uh, get into some formula cars. That'd be nice. That'd be cool yeah. to do. Uh, nice. Tim races uh, a formula Ford and other open wheel cars. So maybe we can get into those and uh, we'll most definitely be racing a, a Mustang in AER with uh, the OVRP team. And uh, we'll also be racing, um, uh an e36 m3 with uh ben thompson with trd racing um that'll be uh that'll be with the champ cars not too specific on the dates yet but uh we're still getting the car put together and hopefully that'll be something to look forward to this year that's awesome man congratulations on that that's fantastic evan what about you uh ruckus racing throughout the season again again ruckus racing i think uh yeah i think i can say we're trying to do the whole season probably not the whole season of wrl and a uh aston martin gt4 car wow all right so i've seen the renderings it looks amazing immaculate uh so that'll be really cool i'll be running with uh jaden beckman as well she's been killing it and the uh testing in the m2 with tlm racing and uh last week in daytona too she was really fast um or a couple weeks ago um but yeah, maybe later in the year we have some really exciting stuff coming. Um, maybe we'll step a little bit higher up and uh, try ourselves at some other things. But Ooh, I like that. That's, that's a teaser. Determined. Yeah, that's it a should teaser. Be, it'll, we'll see where it goes. But yeah, it, it, it should be amazing. It, I think uh, it's going to be a great year. Well, you know, one of the beauties of Ignite program, the Ignite program is, of course, the spec nature of it, you know, American made with the tires and the, the chassis and the engine, the whole deal. And it's such a great grassroots level. You know, Cole and I spent lots of time driving Ignites as well. But for both of you guys, this is really cool. This is like Ignite to cars, right? You guys right. have done a lot of Ignite racing and now you're finding yourself going into the big car racing. I think that's super cool. So it adds another level to this entire Ignite program, right? It's, I mean, it... it I mean, name another series. I mean, Ignite has brought in, brought so many good drivers. I mean, we've gotten Spike Goldberg and myself, Jaden, and all these other guys that are driving now professionally. And it just from the Margay roots, it's it's actually really amazing what it's they're doing. It's really cool. And then, of course, then you get a chance to drive, actually drive with Keith Freeber as well in a couple of races. <laughs> yeah, awesome. it's, been, it's been cool. It's been cool. Well, Matthew, Evan, thank you so much for joining us, guys. We appreciate it. We'll let you guys go. Congratulations on your success in the first Ignite Major of the season. Well done. You guys are both winners now at Daytona. Matthew, your first one, number four for Evan. Hey, thank guys. you guys yeah. for having me. Yeah, thank you guys. Awesome, guys. I appreciate you taking the time. Uh, pretty cool deal there, dude. Uh, one win for Matthew, obviously, coming down. What a lineup of stuff he's going to drive this year. That, that diversity is great yeah. in motorsports. I mean, the more you can get in the seat on different things, it's certainly going to help you. You know, no different than Evan. You know, he's done the USF 2000. Now he's doing sports yeah. cars. So he's got a different taste of different things. And and that only can help, you know, help you. And, you know, Christian Miles, our next guest, he's kind of done the same thing where he's he, he'll he get in anything and drive That's it, it too as well. I will, I will say this. Uh, I'm a little jealous because, you know, I'm a stock car guy. I'm an oval guy. And I've always yeah. saw those Tobias slingshots. And I'm like, yeah. I would love. It's essentially a, a, a downsized modified. Uh, dirt, mod, dirt modified. Yeah. And they're I, just so cool. I think Tim Hennon would easily put you in one. I just you gotta, I got, I mean, you're, you're skinny now. That's you it. can fit. 
You're, you're, yeah. you're, and you're not like you're tall, yeah. you know? So I think, I think I'd be all right. I think yeah. I'd be all right. That's awesome. Somebody, here's a question that you just got brought up real quick, David. Right. Bring that one up right. from Scott Hoggard. And it says, how do younger kids get involved in Ignite? What is Ignite? And it seems like you guys do your own thing, which is interesting for me. So the Scott, the Ignite program, go to it. It's ignitecarding.com, I believe. It's a Margay, a spec package that comes out of Margay Racing Products out of St. Louis. Uh, essentially, everybody says it's a sealed engine package, the Briggs 206 engine, everybody in the same Hoosier tires. It's a spec chassis. Everything's totally spec. And they run at different tracks around the country. A lot of it around the St. Louis area. They run up at OBRP, up in Cuddybackville. They run as well down at uh, the track in Cincinnati, uh, MCC at Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. There's a number of tracks around the country. That Idaho. Idaho, exactly that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it, it's, it's, again, it's kind of an entry level yep. category, but it's a spec package as well too. And, and it's been around since two, 2015, uh, when it first was introduced and, and again, it's just a easy, it's kind of get off the couch and get into carding. It's a great way for that, but it's also great for people who like the idea of a spec program. Yep. Yeah. Nebraska and Iowa as well too. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's a fantastic program. And the cool thing about it is again, it's a spec program. They run clubs. They are their own kind of a regional series, the Ignite Challenge, and then the Ignite Majors are all big events uh, like the uh, the Elkhart Riverwalk Grand Prix that's going to help happen in Elkhart, Indiana. They run Rock Island. It's a great program for anybody coming in. So that's something. So go to ignitecarding.com, uh, Scott, and learn more about that program. We pause our face-to-face broadcast for this quick commercial break. Stay tuned for more here on the EKN Radio Network. The new face of competitive karting in the Pacific Northwest region is Race Lab. The full-service karting operation is located at the state-of-the-art Kartplex facility in Oliver, British Columbia, Canada, providing everything you need to hit the track or put yourself in a successful driver development program. Race Lab is the official North American distributor for the TB Kart chassis brand, providing the full range of models from Kid Kart to Shifter Kart. Villanova Racing Carts is their flagship product, available only through Race Lab. The brand carries the name of Formula One champion and Indianapolis 500 winner Jacques Villeneuve with each model produced by TV Cart. Cartplex, the home of Race Lab, is situated on the grounds of the Area 27 Motorsports Park. From full arrive and drive TV Cart rentals to leagues and competition karting, the facility provides a new home to developing the future stars of motorsports all beginning at Cartplex with Race Lab. Follow Race Lab on social media on Facebook and Instagram or load up their website at www.theracelab.ca to learn more about TV Cart and Villeneuve Racing Carts. Race Lab. Race with us. Win with us. It all started in 1994, when former successful kart driver Albino Perlin decided to move his passion for karting from the track to his small workshop. That's when Perlin was born. Fast forward 20 years and Perlin's passion for the sport led to the company rejoining international competitions as a factory team in WSK and CIK FIA races, with the aim of enhancing the research and development process, immediately achieving notable results around Europe North America and Asia, becoming the CIKFIA Asia Pacific KZ champion in the same year. Parallel USA is North America's source for Parallel products, and we run a factory team at all of the major Supercarts USA and Rock Cup USA events. 
The Parallel and Chassis lineup for 2021 includes the Invader Shifter, the Le Mans Tag Single Speed Chassis for Junior and Senior Classes, and the 28mm Mini Cart for the Cadet Classes. Parallel has been winning races all over the world, and it's on top of the podium in the USA as well, with drivers like Kai Sorensen, Mateus Arjuela, and Alessandro de Tullio. Get on the chassis that's winning. Drive a Parallel. For more information, head to ParallelUSA.com. Fast, fair, and fun. Ignite Karting offers you all of that at an affordable price. Ignite Karting utilizes the spec Margay Ignite K3 with a Briggs & Stratton 206 engine and a Hoosier R80 tire. Everyone in the Junior, Senior, and Masters classes compete on the same Ignite K3 chassis, which puts all the emphasis squarely on driver development. Additionally, Ignite Karting is accessible at the local, regional, and national level. Special events for the 2023 season include the Ignite Majors, which begins with the annual trip to the Daytona International Speedway as part of the WKA Daytona Kart Week as part of both the sprint and road racing events. Those in the Midwest can enjoy the regionally based Ignite Challenge, which just finished up a record setting season in 2022. Local club programs have also been established in other states all across the country, from Idaho to Texas, Nebraska to New York, with more tracks and clubs joining the Ignite Karting program. Be part of fast fun and great memories with Margay Racing at an Ignite track near you. All information on Ignite events and Ignite Kart packages, including dealers in your area, are available at ignitekarting.com. Get off the couch and out onto the track in 2023. Ignite Karting, fuel your passion. Welcome back to Face to Face on the EKN Radio Network. Uh, speaking of a guy who likes to run events like the Rock Island Grand Prix or Quincy in the Park, Quincy, guy that runs a yeah. lot of lots of different races, let's bring in the guy that swept the KA100 Senior category at Daytona, Christian Miles. Uh, Christian, thanks for joining us, man. We appreciate you waiting. We know it's been a half an hour since you kind of jumped on here with us. Yeah, thank you guys. First off, I just want to say thank you to everyone. Thanks for giving me giving me this awesome opportunity. But the first thing I'd really like to say is thank you to Mike Doty and Brandon Jars Crack. They've put in countless hours and BBS racing engines. Uh, we started with them at the end of last year, and it's been going good so far with BBS. And we've been with Mike for the past year, and it's been going really well. It's interesting, right? Because I, I talk about this when I'm doing anything, even with the USF uh, Pro Championships or with karting. Uh, every team's a bit different, right? There's culture that the culture is kind of top down. The team owner kind of dictates how the team is. And some drivers just fit really well into certain teams. It seems to me, David and I have talked about this, where you running with Mike Doty, it's like there's just a really good synchronicity there. Yeah. Well, we're always just joking around back at the tent. We take it serious at most of the times, but we're always just having a good time, always laughing. So that brings in another perspective that we can just joke around and have fun and we can be open to everyone. Let's talk about Daytona a little bit uh, first. Uh, you've, you've won there before in mini. You've won here now in K100 Senior. You're like, a, if, if Randy's Mr. Daytona on the big tracks, are you trying to become Mr. Daytona on the sprint tracks or what? I'm just trying to be myself, you know, <laughs> trying to go for as many as I can. I've got six so far. Wow. And this 
everyone was saying how I was so fast. I was just staying calm, collective, trying to save the tires the whole weekend because those tires are really soft. Everyone was kind of like they didn't know what to do, and I was just being smooth. Like David says, be smooth with the wheel. Try to be as critique as you can. Don't mess up. So that's the main goal that I was doing. Did you roll right off the trailer really fast? <laughs> Talking about this, uh, the first two sessions, we were really struggling. And it was because we had the old race tires from last year. Okay. We saved those. So the oil was out of them. We didn't bake them or anything. So they were still stone. And we went out there. And whatever the cart did was not what you want it to do. So it would do the opposite of everything we wanted. But once we stuck on new tires, we were three-tenths clear of the field. Put the, put the good rubber on and she comes yeah. to life, right? Yeah. Well, that's the unique thing about Daytona. It's almost like a street race because that, that racetrack yes. never gets used except for cart week. So it it, it doesn't it, get used. It gets it abused. It kind of does. You know, right. every other race, race event you go to, yeah. you go out on sticker tires, even though there's rubber on the racetrack. Why would you not start out Daytona? with sticker tires to begin practice that that just i understand budget wise things but you would think mike Doty and brandon jars crack would be like hey we'll give you we'll give you a couple fronts and we'll give you a couple rears just to get this bar set do you really think that or do you think hey little kid get get that get your ass out <laughs> no tires. like my, uh, rob was saying i mean yeah david sorry david he was saying like it's a track that nobody goes to and we just wanted to make sure that all the stuff was running so we didn't want to go out on new tires right away we just wanted to make sure that everything was put together right, that nothing would go wrong. And once we knew it was going well, we put on the new sticker tires and went from there. So kind of like what Jorge does. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's what he does. Right. Yeah. So obviously, you know, when you jumped out of mini, you, you kind of focused first on the, the K100 class, right? You didn't run the, the X30 class. You were focusing right there on K100. So you've been running this engine package for quite a while. Um, you move up to senior and you've had, you had good season last year. Uh, look forward to see what you can do this year. We'll talk more about that later. But do you feel like you have a really good handle on what it takes to win in that class? Yeah, well, the reason I moved up from juniors was I didn't like how the racecraft was. Everyone was really crazy. And when I moved up to senior, everyone knows what they're doing. And it's more relaxed, honestly, because you actually have to play your cards correctly. And everyone else is like the same way. So you just got to play it right. But it's been going good so far. One cool thing that happened last year, I'll, I'll look down so I say it correctly, but you won the Trackhouse Karting Career Advancement Award. That's out, you know, when they reached out to us to let us know about it and kind of fill us in, and then we found out who was going to win it. We're like, yeah, that's a great pick. How, how, first of all, how was that? You got a chance to run an uh, um, uh, MX5 Cup car, I think it was. What was that like? And first, first, what it was, what was it like when you got awarded that, uh, that honor? Well, when they first started talking about it, I was really interested. I really didn't think that I was going to get it. So when uh, my name was called, I was really surprised. And that was the closest I've ever been to Kevin Harvick, actually. So that's actually really cool, knowing somebody that's super big in the sport and you're standing right next to him. You're like, holy cow, what's going on right now? And then when we went to the track, we were in Georgia. We went to Roebling. It was a really cool experience. Everyone was really cool. They were all uh, really inviting. So it felt like home. It was really fun. A great team as well. McCubby McAleer has been around for quite a while. They know their stuff when it comes to that engine. That, that yeah, they know exactly what they're doing. Yeah. So that begs the question, what happens for 2023? First, I'm assuming you're going to be focusing on karting. Is there a thought of trying to, you know, did you did you turn anybody's head to potentially do some car racing this year? 
Well, we're just going to stick to carding right now. If we get car opportunities, we'll talk about that. But so far, we're just focused on the carding, trying to get those car rides. But we're going to be doing the USPKS series, all of that. We might hit up a few scooter races like in Newcastle, Indiana. Mm -hmm. And, of course, we're going to go to Vegas, end off the year there. But I really want to start doing some of the Stars races. That series has been coming up a lot, so I want to try doing that. And their KA program is pretty big. Yeah, that's one of their biggest classes there. So I think that would be a really fun one to go to. Uh, what about it? I don't need every once in a while you jump into a vintage card. Are we going to see a little bit of that this year too, maybe? <laughs> I'm hoping to. I know it's old, but that's one of the most fun times that I have in a go-kart. It's it, it's so fun being able to go back in time pretty much and seeing how this whole sport started. And that's exactly that. Now, this this whole show is, of course, about Daytona. You've won six times there, as you said. Is is that is that a race that really means a lot to you now to be able to go down to Cart Week? You know, there's not a lot of drivers go to it, but there are some great drivers that do go every year. They make it, a, you know, they make it a day of it. The, the bailiffs are down there every year. They make a whole family run of it. How important is Daytona to you? It's really important. We always make a family trip out of it. That's kind of like our Christmas. We always go down there, and it's really cool. Kind of like what Orhe was saying, how it's one of the biggest pinnacles of motorsports where all the greats have been there and just being able to run inside the speedway and winning there just means a lot. I'll say this. Uh, I got a chance to do it, of course, as a, as a part of the IndyCar radio network. Then when we ran the battle of the brickyard, when you come under the, under the tunnel at the Indianapolis motor speedway out in Indianapolis, you know, you're just amazing, especially even when you're driving up, you see the pagoda. It's the same thing. The first time I went to Daytona to cover a race, you know, you see Daytona and then you're under the tunnel that's like a bucket list thing, I think, for any Carter to be able to come up under the tunnel and be inside Daytona. Yeah, that's probably one of the coolest things, and you aren't even at the best part yet. That's, it's like that's a great. great entrance. Yeah, yeah, that's one of the coolest things about it. So you can see all the different stuff that's been there and everything. It's a really cool experience. So another full year with Mike Doty? Yes, that's the team that we're going to stick with. He's so cool. They do an awesome job. We like him a lot. Make sure you get that thick skin, right? Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If, you do, if you make a mistake, you're going to know about it, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. He jokes about it, though, so it's not super painful. He always makes a joke out of everything. So we can kind of pass by, but we also have to take into consideration what we got to do next time. That's it, man. We're big Mike Doty fans. I had a chance to watch him all the, back when he was running Formula Y back in the, the late 90s. So definitely a fantastic team owner and a, and a great uh, – coach as well david anything to wrap up here with christian no i i was going to get into that because you were you ran with cart sport north america for a while with brandon jars crack and then brandon and, and mike doty got together did that help with the introduction to the mike doty camp have no yeah, brandon because when uh eric stopped his race team we went with race for those two races and after that we didn't know what we were going to do and then brandon reached out to us and said mike really wanted us if that wouldn't have happened, we probably wouldn't be racing nationally right now. And how hard was the transition from the the Praga and Cart Republic to the OTK brand? Was it was it a, a little bit of a hurdle, or just just getting used to what the cart needed and what you needed to do with it? There really wasn't any adjustment. Really, I hopped right in the cart and we took off. The cart was really great. The only thing that I had to get used to was let the cart do the work. I couldn't be too hard on it. And I had to slow down my hands a lot because the first time I went out on the track, I turned the car in a tight hairpin and I'd be turning in early going on the inside of the track in the grass. It was 
So I had to adjust that a little bit, but that's all it really was. First yeah. time I first time I've ever raced and drove an OTK was the Cosmic at the Super National. Yeah, my hand, my I did I did not have slow hands. Let's put it that yeah. way. And then they were beat. Ben Cooper was beating on me to kind of cut, slow my hands down. Yeah, that that was one of the biggest things. They were still still smooth, but like you can't be super aggressive with it, like you yeah. said. But luckily, you didn't do it, or that would have been a barrier. That's exactly that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thank God yes. I stayed out of the barriers. But listen, yeah. Christian, thank you so much for joining us. Congratulations on wins five and six at Daytona. Very, very impressive. We look forward to seeing you again this year running in that KA category. Any X30 racing for you this year, potentially? Or are you going to focus no, on No, I, I like the KA package. It's super yeah. close. All of the teams are always right there. Yeah. And it's such a big field. You normally get over like 60 entries per race. So I want to stick with that. I don't want to go down and race only 25 people. I like racing the biggest uh, classes possible against the best competition. Well, listen, we appreciate you taking the time to come and talk to us here on Face to Face. Best of luck in 2023. Yeah, thank you, guys. Thank you, David. Thank you out. Thank you, Seth. There he is, folks. Christian Miles, one of the good ones, David. Very impressive to see what he's done over the last couple of years. He's going to be a guy to beat. Anytime he rolls up out in that KA100, he's going to be a guy to beat here in 23. Yeah, because again, he didn't come into the senior ranks until midway through last season. So, and then came out, uh, you know, arms up and ready to go, and and was competitive at USPKS. And yeah, so great to see him. He's going to be obviously a focal point. You know, we had Jeremy Fletcher, like the top rookie yeah. in 2022. Essentially, he's going to be a rookie next year for a full season, but he's kind of going to fall into that Fletcher position where he'll be the young gun that everybody's kind of going to be keeping an eye on. Yeah, I would throw Caleb Gaffari in there as well. I think him and Christian are going to be pretty impressive seniors this year. Yeah, depending on what class Caleb runs. That's that's, that's the, uh, yeah, that's we don't know. Yeah. That's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. He hasn't Anyways, quite announced what he's doing yet. So. Uh, great way to start off the new season for here face-to-face. Four fantastic drivers, great personalities as well. It was awesome to have them with us here. Uh, Jorge's on the racetrack right now, by the way. We should probably look to see how he's Yeah, doing. he probably is practicing right now. He was not very happy in the, uh, uh, in the studio about uh, how he was going to be in practice, but he's got to put those fresh tires on. You know he's going to be good. Again, one of the great stories, one of the great characters characters and, yeah. and now con- Wait, content waiting creators. for data waiting for data <laughs> one of the great content creators right now uh look at jam racing as we said on youtube they put a lot of great stuff out they had the camera working throughout the ckna uh grand nationals it really just i love it because i love to see him get into the sport loving the sport david we talk all about the sport is what you make of it right and and uh, jorge and his brother are absolutely loving it so again Great start to the season here in 2023, our first face-to-face of the new year. Thank you so much, folks, for tuning in. Big thank you to everybody who joined us today, Jorge Ruiz, Matthew Frost, uh, Evan Stommer, and, of course, Christian Miles, who waited to the end of the broadcast. David, great way to start the season. It's Friday night. It's time for you to go watch some basketball. Yeah, Friday night lights for basketball. And, uh, yeah, the Masters are on track right now. So if you click on <laughs> to race monitor right now, you can see how terrible Jorge is with his old tires. Ouch, ouch. <laughs> Folks, again, thank you so much. This was a wrap-up of the WKA Cart Week event on the sprint track at the Daytona International Speedway Manufacturers Cup. Four winners joining us here on the EKN YouTube channel. Lots more content coming here for YouTube in 2023. One of our primary focuses on a lot of onboards as well. We're going to set this deal up so that you want to find an onboard of a track you're going to you're going to be able to see it here on the ekn youtube channel we do appreciate again the guys joining us david have a great weekend everybody have a great weekend thanks for tuning in folks my name is rob howden bye for now